it going, friends? Zig coming in at the top of the interview. Today, I have Jerry Sapernetti from Timecat. Timecat um, is releasing an album July 4th on all the platforms, and Jerry is playing virtual show CLE Friday, this Friday. So, tomorrow, by the time this comes out, May 22nd, um, this was probably for the first time ever a conversation for the sake of a conversation. Usually there's kind of a, um, a narrative. We dive into uh, the guest's like, musical history and their musical journey. But this was just kind of straight to the point. This is Jerry, and so I really enjoyed it. Um, we're going to check out a song from Time Cat. This is uh, Boozled off the release Time Cat. by Timecat. Um, if you hear anything you like, if you can rate, review, subscribe, comment, um, suggest the podcast on any of the podcast platforms, which is Spotify and Apple, um, it helps us get these artists heard and helps us put the podcast where it needs to be so those artists can be heard. All right, here we go. Jerry. All right, here we are at the Zig at the Gig podcast. I'm hanging out with Jerry Sapernetti. How's it going? Good, man. How's it going with you? Not bad. How's a quarantine life been? Uh, you know, just a lot of ups and downs, I'm sure with everybody. Was it, um, has it been productive in the sense of making your phone um, balance on, like, my, there we go. <laughs> um, sometimes, sometimes it's productive, sometimes I'm just like, I can't get out of bed. Like, I, I got a lot of, like, I don't know, untreated depression kind of crap going on forever. Yeah. Has so, it been brought out because of this or caused because no, of it? No, it's always deal? there yeah. in the background. Was but it? sometimes it just like gets worse. And this this has been like pretty rough, but I mean, I hate working at normal jobs anyway, so honestly, my life isn't that drastically different. The biggest difference now is just that there's no shows. Yeah. Like I can't. But it's like actually there are shows. It's like we're doing this stuff. Yeah, yeah, which is it's weird. It's a weird it is a show, but it isn't a show type deal. You know what I mean? Like Right. The mind- it's totally a show. I mean, after I play so, like these recent live gigs I've done, um, I've been like pumped as hell afterwards. Yeah. Yes, it's like rage time. 
It, it is like, weird how like amped you get after it. It's it's like a gig yeah. gig, but it's not right. Like the mm-hmm. the the prepness is more digital now, as opposed to like worrying. Do is the band together? Did we forget the cable to, for, for the bass cab? Oh god! You know what I mean? Like the fucking all... capo, the guitar pick. Right. Oh, my god. <laughs> um. The, yeah, the, um, the last, the last, uh, pot, uh, not podcast, live stream I did was with Ben Gage, and um, I pre-recorded three different tracks. Yeah, and it's like that took me some time. It took me some time because I wanted to make sure I was getting the. Uh, it's my dog. <laughs> I wanted to Aww. make sure I was like getting the best sound I could get. I didn't want it just to be like my cell phone. Yeah. Crappy cell phone sound live, like, no. I wanted to sound really good. Look really good. Blah, blah, blah. What was it? And, that, that... and it's fun, though. It's like, yeah, the whole preparation thing is a different different animal, but it gives me something to do, at least. You For know? sure. And it... Though I'm not complaining about, like, having a lot of free time. Yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah, definitely. The, it's almost too much in a good way. Everyone's trying to do the things they've said they would put they put off for years, saying they were going to do. Now they're trying to do it. <laughs> yeah, like, honestly, I think it's a I think it's a good thing in a lot of ways. Definitely, definitely. There's a lot of good like personal growth growth for a lot of individuals that have the time and the means to in you know dive into that endeavor. Like uh, there's more, more than ever more of a time to to grow the, the the water that to let that become a thing and like really dive into yourself um and it's it's yeah. interesting the, like the flip from like when you're when you're prepping for like a, a gig a normal gig when you would go somewhere there's so many like details and uh thought process put on certain things that are completely not don't even irrelevant now you know what i mean yeah like uh like how you're saying oh, yeah. do you got the cable do you got this of course i got that i got three of them i leave here all the time and then you know you gotta it's like it's a ritual it's like me and my my band it's like they pull up time uh, cat for our listeners band. yeah time cat sorry yeah so uh i'm kind of like scatterbrained right now honestly it's all good so I'm, trying I... to, I'm trying to formulate my like i don't know my brain seriously is so out it's it's out of whack i'll be honest but I feel it. So, yeah, I feel my it. band pulls up. They get out of the van. It's like my dog's all pumped to see him. It's like this huge <laughs> thing. And it's like we jump in the van. We cruise the show. We have our like super silly conversations. Me and Sam, the drummer, always end up talking about buttholes within like two minutes. Cool. <laughs> we talk about real absurd shit. And the cool. dude in the back will be like, what are you talking about right now? What is wrong with you? And I'm like, I, you know me, man. You know how it goes. Just got it. Pulling up to the show, drinking some beers. It's a whole thing. It's a its a ritual. And I love it. I love the whole thing about playing shows. And, I mean, honestly, this year, we were going to just play less. Like, I had yeah. some really big gigs lined up. Like, we were playing this gig at Tangier in Akron. Then we were playing at Lock 3 in cool. Akron. Nice. Was it... And what? Were you headlining it, or were you um, supporting we were a... for like a Rolling Stones cover band but I've uh, I've sick. always wanted to open for one of those big cover bands at Lock 3 just because there's like yeah. thousands of rock and roll fans just all gathered there it's always like this perfect summer's day kind of thing yeah yeah I love I love Lock 3 in the summer and it's just it's kind of sad but it's like well you know there'll be more it's not like you know time has stopped yeah we're all just still we also have to live our lives we can't just be like well I guess uh, 2020's canceled. It's like, it's not. It's just 
drastically different than we thought it'd be, which is a good thing because we got to go about things in different ways. We can't just keep going along how we were. And that goes for like everybody. No, I agree. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, it's going to lead to a lot of like innovative ways and innovative, uh, yeah, innovative ways to approach normal things. You know what I mean? And new things are going to come out of it that like, uh, like teaching, you know what I mean? Maybe for some students. Um, we're like tutoring. Di- yeah, like maybe the digital platform for that is more uh, direct and clear and works better for those students. Or like, mm-hmm. uh, who knows? Like there's going to be a bunch of like workarounds for like maybe people don't like going to venues and they like going to their phones. I hope not. I mean, but... it's – yeah, I don't think – I don't think the people's people's love of concerts is going to change. Yeah, I think yeah. people are going to – once it's like, okay, we're all good. And say it's like there's no kind of restrictions when you go to a venue. It's just like like how it was. People are going to come out in droves, more excited than they ever were. For sure. I know it. You know, it's like how much would I love to go see a show right now? It's like, fuck, dude. It'd be so awesome. It's like me and all my friends, all these cool people, sweet bands. It's better than your phone. It's yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'm just but <laughs> throwing that. I'm glad that the phone thing exists, though, because if we didn't have like the Internet this yeah it so so, uh i don't know unimaginable really it would definitely be a completely different um whole different animal yeah and 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 also i think it's interesting like i think i think it was twitter who was talking about like you know what all of our people can just work from home from now on like it's actually pointless to have an office so i think a lot of people might be like why even spend all this money yeah. On an office building when people can literally just work from home. And maybe in that way, like, you know, they're saving a lot in their overhead. Definitely. And they yeah. could, everyone could make more money, possibly. I, I, I don't know, you know. For sure, because you, know you don't have to drive. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, you, if you're, especially with a company like that where you're working on, like, the platform is the internet. Mm-hmm. Realistically, what do you need? A good connection to the internet and a device that can handle it. And, like, yeah. I feel and it's I, like I, if you work for an internet company, it's like you got a decent computer. Yeah, you can do it. It's like all the I I was thinking about getting into coding. Yeah. Because I mean, right now I'm actually working on a website for uh, like a friend of mine, boss. Friend, okay. Kind of thing. Client and, friend friend client yeah. friendlet. <laughs> friend yeah, he's my friend. He's my friend. I've I've worked as like a like a personal assistant to this lawyer dude for a few years. Whoa. And so I've been like working remotely because he like moved to Miami a year and a half ago. So I've been working remotely anyway. Yeah. I mean, I was working at a venue and a party center before this happened as well. But like I was saying, I was going to work on uh, coding things because you could work remotely. Like I could travel anywhere in the world. (laughs) Just be like coding, like, you know, (laughs) from like a tiki hut or something. Yeah, as long as I got internet. <laughs> I'm obsessed I'm... with traveling. Yeah, still are. So... Oh, I'm so obsessed with traveling, and I'm just like right now. That's what sucks to me the most is like. Yeah. I just want to go on some crazy road trips, or fly somewhere. I don't really care where. I'll go anywhere, dude. I've I've been all over the world. I love it. Was it how often? Guitar. What's that? How often did you travel before? Like, was it like a regular summer routine, or were you working with band travel? Um, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, is it touring or is it just self-travel to see things and explore? Well, when I first started traveling, it was pretty much when I was, it's like when I was in college, I really was like, I hate 
I hate college. I'm like, I hate this. I don't want to work at any of these kinds of jobs. Yeah. Like, What'd I you go for? In a rock band. I went, I started for accounting and ended up in philosophy. Nice. Nice. And then I ended up just dropping my ass out of that shit. I mean, I got a crappy little associate's degree, which I don't use. It's sad. That's sad. <laughs> a little you bit, did it, though. It's, kind of... it's completing it. You know what I mean? Like, when I, I went to try yeah. C, and for me, the biggest, like, um, d- learning switch in my head that went off was from a philosophy class. I was like, oh, I get it. Things oh, yeah. are based on things that people thought of. <laughs> yeah. and to me, that was like, oh, sick. And like, I could and wrap my head around that. for the first time and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> things are things that things been things from thing people. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this. everything's just made up, dude. Like, holy shit, it is the Matrix. <laughs> dude, red pilled is hell right now. Yeah. <laughs> But I started traveling um, in college after I, like, quit quit that shit. Yeah. I literally just, like, sleeping in my car, driving all across the country, busking in the city. And then when I get sick of the city, I'd go to a national park or, like, um, Bureau of Land Management, just free land and just yeah. camp. Camp for days, get sick of camping, go back in the city. And I did this all across the country for, like, months. And I did it multiple times. Because I just wanted to like live that yeah. kind of like blues, that blues man kind of old timey. I, I just really wanted to see if I could do it. Yeah. It was like some of the best shit I've ever done. The people you meet on the road, when you have like nothing, like you can't replicate that experience. Like rich people, you got a bunch of money, you can do whatever you want. You're like, oh yeah, we'll stay there, we'll stay there, do this. But when you have nothing, you just have to kind of operate by whatever is happening. So yeah. you're kind of like really with the world you're really with what's happening around you instead of buying experiences you're really living out there and every time i'm on the road or i'm traveling or whatever god i feel so free i feel like myself but when i'm stuck at home for like months and months and months i just start to be like i gotta get out of here oh my god i gotta get out of here you know i feel it i feel it i get the the itch to like i want to i want to see the coffee shop oh i want to find the 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 um, uh, Chicago's the route, or you know what I mean, or the like. I want to f- just see what it's like there, and like that's interesting. That um, yeah, uh, I just I just love you know it's great. It's like last year I went to Europe for a month and I played whoa. some solo gigs over yeah? there. How was that? It was amazing, dude. Like I love the uh, the trains. It's so awesome. You just like have a backpack and a guitar and you just jump on these trains. Yeah. And you're like, I can't speak any of these languages, but somehow I can get through. Like, <laughs> I got through Italy in the most crazy ass ways, and I don't even understand how we <laughs> even like managed to get through. Like, random car rides from strangers, tr- like buses in the middle of the night, trains across the mountains, uh, <laughs> just walking around tiny cities. Like we went into me and my girlfriend went to this one place, this like little bar. There's a bunch of old Italian men playing cards and shit. Whoa. And like, Americano, Americano. <laughs> like we don't know how we have to get to Aqua Pendente. And they're like, Aqua Pendente. Oh yeah, Aqua Pendente. Oh yeah. And then some people get on the phone and then they called up a taxi driver. And she drove us across like <laughs> the craziest middle of nowhere shit. Cause I was visiting my family in Italy. And it was like, it was like, oh my gosh, there's no direct way to get there. Like you yeah. can just take a train or a bus there. 
we had to go through crazy shit <laughs> but it's awesome and sometimes you just get lost and you're like fuck it dude let's just drink a beer at this place regroup figure out how to get where we're going you know finding airbnbs and stuff yeah but i love it i love it it's a it's adventure yeah it's adventure and that's the shit that i miss just being in this lockdown thing you know that definitely that is definitely limited and there's no replicating that experience for sure like just getting lost is is it's kind of like what you said before when you're um when someone comes in who's financially able to go out and experience things usually they're bought into the experience you know like this is how you see Italy and like right but when you not that it was a different uh, when you're going across the country it was like a different um different approach to that but like when you're like in a place and you have no choice but to go with the ebb and flow around you and like really yeah. dive in and become part of that flow. Like that's a whole different experience. And that's really interesting. Like I, yeah, have a, you're just, you're not making these concrete plans either. It's like, okay, today we're going there. Tomorrow yeah. we're going there. We're doing this and this, we're going to visit this place. We're going to visit that place. I, mm-hmm. I try to know very little about the places I'm going to. It's like, maybe it's like, Oh, that's a cool cathedral. We should go check that out, you know? But in general, I'm just like, let's just go where, like, our feet take us. Like, I'm not that concerned about going on Yelp and finding the best bakery or whatever. I don't give a (laughs) shit. It's like, I want to find what I find. It's way, it's way different. Like, another thing about the road is I'm not just looking at my phone all the time. Yeah. It's like, you're just walking. You're just outside and walking. And just doing that, like totally different world and you're on your computer and phone you're just like dude (sighs) i don't know you feel like a certain restriction for sure like um other people's views restricting you or influencing your view too much and i mean with some things obviously it's good but with travel yeah 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 or or even with music it's like i love i love discovering things on my own yeah it's weird like when you talk to um I've been doing some interviews and like some of them are with the younger musicians and they'll like list the people they they're influenced by and you're like oh where well, the first record you heard from fill in the blank um, where'd you hear that oh my Spotify algorithm and that's like not yeah. a cool story but if it's like Uncle Ralph like used to like throw up on this record. And I was like, yeah, you know, if there's like a Ralph Ralph, Ralph Ralph, and now I got the Ralph Ralph record by Ralph. And like, you know, if the story behind it, like, is almost gone in a sense, it's almost like well, you're kind of. I feel like it was more, it, it was more uh, personal and intimate. Like, if I'm finding, I found a lot of my music through uh, random chance. And then, yeah, it, then I would look up, like, who, who was influenced by. Who influenced this person? Say Bowie. Bowie's my yeah. favorite. So I'm like, who does Bowie like and who is he influenced by? So then I would go to like at like Barnes and Noble. You could put on these headphones and look up anything. Yeah, I remember doing that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, that sounds tight. And then I would like go to the record exchange and find the CD. Yeah, because or... you never want to buy at Barnes and Noble because <laughs> it's like a $30, <laughs> yeah, $8 CD. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Oh. Or or like uh, reading magazines. Like I'd read a lot of magazines. And I'd be like, well, that looks cool. That looks cool. Buy yeah. that. Check that out. Yeah, yeah. And I just collected so many CDs. Like that's what I spent all my money on as a kid. Just every week I'd get like five new CDs or vinyls or whatever. And it was awesome. And there's no like algorithm saying, I think maybe you'll like this song. Yeah. fuck you. It's like I like finding my own thing. 
because it's more unique. It's more of this personal experience. And I like that. I mean, now is how it is, and there's nothing I can do about that. Like, yeah. I was just watching a video about how, uh, and I mean, we already know this, about how like albums are just out of date. For sure. Like, it's all single. Album. Yeah, and I, I like albums. Yeah. They're cool. They're like a <laughs> capture of that artist's mental state or that uh, their personal view from that time you know and not in more than one song that's fitted for it's complete yeah it's a complete story whereas like one song yeah okay you know but if i only listened to like the singles of my favorite artists i'd be like i wouldn't know anything about them yeah i would just be listening to like what's gonna hit like pop music style like what's gonna be a hit okay like if you but only... it's like, how many songs would you miss if you only listen to the hits? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, definitely. Like I find um, with certain artists that I've heard for years and then dive into their catalog, it's those ones you've heard over and over you skip. Like uh, uh, the uh, Blitzkrieg Bop, great song. Next, though. <laughs> like, Love it. I've heard that one enough. Next one. <laughs> like Yeah. Or, I used um... to get, like... I would make it a point to collect like every album. Like if I had yeah. an artist I really dug, I'm like, okay, I've got this one, this one, this one, this one. I just need the last one. And it was like more of a collector thing. I mean, I'd listen to all of yeah, them. Yeah. Like, like, okay, I've got all the Simon and Garfunkel albums on vinyl, but this one, like I need that one. I need this last one. got to find it. And it's more of like a quest rather than I can literally just listen to it on YouTube right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can find the whole thing and like, but there's a thing to like seeing it and reading all the credit physically. Special. It's almost like you're kind of called to venture to go out and see things. It's like the musical version of that. You know what I mean? Because like you can just be at it and like, but that defeats the purpose. It's an adventure in itself. Yeah, finding the record and then listening to it and like taking in that whole experience of it as opposed to like cool all right i've heard all their records and now it's wednesday uh next thing you know what i mean like and i feel yeah. it's like almost like you forget about it now that there's so much music that's available it's like yeah definitely i feel like everything is kind of forgettable there might be a couple songs you're like that's really dope but it's all just like playlists running in the background to your activities and i mean yeah. i'm probably wrong i mean i'm older so it's just like I'm probably living in the past a little bit with that stuff. I mean, yeah, to some degree, like <laughs> you're the uh, everyone's the everyone is the um, a product of their generation. You know what I mean, like, yeah. uh, I grew up with CDs, and that's I have a ton of those. To me, like making that first CD was a big deal. You know what I mean, to like someone uh, like nowadays, they're like, dude, you don't even have a Bandcamp. What's up with that? You're like, how you know you don't do SoundCloud. Like whatever, like, and I appreciate the medium and I can, it, you got to go, go with the times and learn how it works and yeah, nothing against new things happening. But like, uh, I feel like with the physical thing, you are obligated to spend more time with that thing. You know what I mean? Like with a book, if, uh, is the value within a book, it being read or before you read it, like after you read that book, is it no longer valuable? You know well, what I mean? It, it represents potential. Yeah. So like, And then once it's... I like having it on the shelf because, like, I mean, I'll buy books and not read them for years. Yeah, yeah. I just, like, love books. I have... I've, I've got, like, a library. <laughs> Likewise. And, like, a lot of those books I have not read. I'm just like, I fucking like books. They are pretty. That, I'm like, 
then it really represents potential. And it's like, if it's in your face all the time, you're like, oh, dude, I got to read it. All right, finally, it's time. And I feel like a lot of books will hit you at the moment you're supposed to read them. And same with albums. Yeah, Because I, I, agree I might with that. listen to an album and not like it. Three years later, go, dude, this is everything to me right now. And I'll listen to it over and over and over and over, you know? Yeah, especially as far as like books, like poetry books or like, you know, I mean, like you can read through all that, but that doesn't, that's almost defeating the purpose in a sense. It's like you, you kind of, with those type of books, you read like a a chunk of it and it makes sense. Then you come back like maybe a year or two later, you're like, oh, now I really feel that. Um, You got to digest. Yeah. Has there been a record that, um, lately that's hit you like that? Um, yeah, kind of. There's this band and they're from like the seventies and they're called Klaatu. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do rips, dude. Yeah. What was they have it? a song on the album called Anus of Uranus. <laughs> and it's fucking awesome. It's not even like... I mean, it's it's real goofy, but it's... I don't know. They sound like the Beatles and ELO and the Beach Boys. Weren't they and, mistaken for the Beatles for a minute? Wasn't that part yeah, of the, like... That's how I heard about them. Okay. Like band everyone thought was the Beatles. Like, click, but, watch that video. I think I watched that same video, <laughs> if that's yeah. where you heard it from. But like, and so then I knew about that band a few years ago, and then recently I listened to the album and I was like, "Dude, this album is fucking awesome!" And I wish there was more songs in this album. Like, this is so awesome! I listen to it over and over. It's always in my head. So yeah, lately it's Klaatu. Klaatu. I'm like, nice. I don't really get into like a lot of newer, newer stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm just kind of like a retro type person, I guess. Yeah, you know. I hate to say that. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There's so much quote unquote retro stuff to get into. And like as time goes on, more people are digging up stuff that was that is retro, but is awesome and no one's heard of. Like, I just think it sounds better. I think it sounds way better than like, like, okay, I read this thing where Neil Young's like, I don't even want to record a new album. It's going to sound like shit. <laughs> Thanks, Neil. And I'm like, I vibe with that, dude. Yeah. It's like all the modern production techniques, like, I just don't, I don't like it. It sounds like shit to me. It's like rock and roll. I don't know. It's supposed to be not necessarily gritty and raw. I mean, if you listen to that Klaatu record, it's like pretty fucking seamless and perfect. Yeah. Beautiful. I just the way it sounds, the way it feels is so different. Like the mixing and mastering process that they did then, I just think it's better. And the studios they had probably better than than now. I mean Was it first? It's the analog stuff. Yeah. The analog stuff probably. And it's not like home studios, like, you know, anyone can record yeah. an album no, definitely. and put it on SoundCloud or Bandcamp. You could do it in 24 hours. You're like, I wrote a full album. It's out. Sick. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, that's cool. It's just like, man, I just, I wish it could sound that way still. It's like there's no computer. I think part of it is kind of like, so these old records were designed to be a certain thing. Like they were designed to be an album put on wax and then played through a thing with a needle or they were designed to be on this compact thing. And, like, now the medium is a digital platform. So everything yeah. is going to sound and feel digital. And it's even – it's shrinking it even more, you know, to, like – it's a song that you like because you listen to the other thing. You know what I mean? Like – and mm-hmm. so every 
all the, like the different sounds and you're right because anyone can do it now before you had to find a guy whose whole life was recording drums you know what i mean or now it's like ah, oh, i, I kind of know what i'm doing i'll just throw these mics here so you're getting <laughs> like you're getting kind of like a, a fast food version of a uh, of like yeah yeah it's like music very, definitely very mass produced and like you know, it's not bad. You know, there's food, there's fun fast food, but I mean, people like it. People, it's like yeah. if people like it. I don't care. It's like I don't care. I'm not being like you're stupid if you like it. I just prefer <laughs> those the just warmth of a record. No, and I even if it's transferred to disc, to a CD, it's like it's st- it still sounds really good. I mean, those files that are on Spotify and shit, they're small. You know, they're small compressed files, and they lose a lot of that detail. Yeah. In- and I mean, for most people, it's probably imperceptible, but I can tell it's like, this is not, this is not like the quality that it originally was. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind like, of interesting about like the record format, like the vinyl format is like the more it plays, the less like the more it, it it's wearing away. It gets worn out. Yeah. Yeah. You're physically wearing it away. There's a, t- there's an expiration date at one point on a vinyl. You know what I mean? Like, eventually it's not going to play. And, like, maybe there's something that, like, in, like, just a human psyche that relates more to something that's kind of, kind of has an expiration date. You know what I mean? There's something more human about this pile of wax that I'm playing with, like, a a, a needle than, I don't know. Well, it's yours. Like I said, it's, like, it's, it's a personal experience that you're having with it. It's, like, I, I found this music. I went out and found this record and then I brought it home and I like put it on. I had to flip that bitch. <laughs> I'm reading all the like liner notes. I'm reading all of the, the things about it. A lot of times it's like, I don't even know what these people look like. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. once you go to a concert or like you see, um, I don't know, a live, a live DVD or movie or something, you're like, Oh my God, that's what it was like. Holy shit. So it's like, you find <laughs> out things in like layers yeah. Whereas now it's like everything all at once. Boom. It's like on boring, the boring next, boring yeah. next. Yeah. You know? And it's perfect. And you can and you can tell them that. You can be like, "What up, d- 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 uh, Eric Clapton? Boring record. This guy, you know what I mean? Like Oh yeah. Whatever it is. Hey, Eric Clapton, you're not God, bitch. <laughs> Hashtag put it uh, <laughs> uh dude. So um, so like when you put this podcast up, is yes. this just going to be, uh, audio? Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. So people won't know how fidgety I am. No, no, no. There might, <laughs> audio wise, it might dip when you, you know, when you walked inside and outside, but no one's going to be like, uh, cool ear. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, well, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. I'm just like, I drank a couple cups of this strong green tea. Yeah. Before this. So I'm just kind of like, tea. Jacks me up way more than anything else. Like I can have yeah. like super espresso and like <sighs> yeah, it's t- different. It, it's it, a different it, buzz. It's like uh, it, what is it that I have? This matcha matcha mate green okay. tea. So yeah. it's like fucking. It's so tasty, but dude, sometimes coffee. I'm just like I can't. I feel like my heart's gonna explode if I drink yeah. that shit uh, with coffee. Yeah, if I drink coffee, I mean, e- either thing, eventually I'll be like, I get sick of and I have to switch. Like, they gotcha. start, they stop being effective, basically. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, you get used to coffee and you're like, this is Whatever. not working. Yeah. 
Like, I feel like my heart's going to explode, but I'm not awake. I'm actually tired. Because <laughs> my heart's working so hard. <laughs> yeah, why am I so tired? <laughs> it just sucks, dude. What is it? Yeah, for me, coffee, like, coffee is like that spike, and then you it goes away. Or, or it doesn't do anything. It just brings you to ground. It's harsh. Yeah. But with tea, it's like uh, you it, the effects later. You drink it, you're like, oh, I'm still tired. And by midnight, you're like, I can't sleep till tomorrow. <laughs> like, it, it uh, hits me later. And like, but it's like effective later. I mean, I'm, I'm just in general, I'm a night person. And yeah. I start to feel awake once it gets to be like, 10 30 and i'm like okay this is when my brain is really awake i'm not i don't feel like scattered i feel focused yeah but in the daytime i just feel like uh not a zombie exactly not a ghost necessarily just just like not totally there like i'm still in my dream world it's like my dreams are like extremely vivid and extremely strange. Usually it's like a full immersion, you know? It's like I'm totally in that shit. Whoa, and then yeah. I wake up and I'm like, okay, what is this? Yeah, that's a there's weird, like, like... A, There's like a delay in like, okay, I'm understanding this world again. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Let's what, figure it out. Uh, what, yeah, I guess that coming from that back to like being awake would be like... Or like... I can see why that would be like a. They feel so realistic. Sometimes they're so real. You're just like, uh, what? It's like my brain. Dreams are so strange, man. I mean, I know listening to people dream stories are are pretty boring, but it's just like thinking about how your brain believes that it's real. Yeah, it really thinks that it's real, and it's like knowing that. It just makes the rest of actual waking life so strange. You're like, well, my brain thinks this shit's real, too. Goes back to us talking about the Matrix, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can get lost in that thought process forever. I'm just like, well, I guess I just, I got to, like, make songs. I got to make this website for my boss. Uh, I got my to-do list. Try to keep me focused. Does it? I don't know. I, I'm like, maybe I have ADD. I have no idea. Do you, um, do you think it's, like... Um, kind of going with your like call to a venture, do you think the day brings those opportunities and the night kind of shuts it down? Like, oh, it's dark. I can't, I can't walk that way. I got to focus and do the website for my boss or, you know what I mean? Like it's, that's possible. That's a, that's like, that's a thought for sure. (laughs) I usually think of it as like, well, everybody else in the world is just like winding down and shit. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. I feel more focused now that like everybody's, uh. I don't know. Energetic influences aren't uh, so intense at nighttime. It, everything just feels way calmer. I mean, it's probably because it's dark out. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's a, that's just, another way to think of it too. Everyone's like the the, the cars guess, driving and shit. People outside walking around talking. Like yeah, all the possibilities of the daytime. So yeah, what you're saying. It's like the night shuts down those uh, external possibilities. So it's probably easier to focus then. Because I find myself yeah. doing that a lot. Like I'm like, all right, if I need to read a thing or if I need to write a thing, it's easier when I have no other opportunity. And like, you know, yeah. I, can, I can like hone in and get it done. But when it's daytime and like, oh, your buddy Gabe's calling, like, oh, you can go do that. You're like, oh, I do appreciate friends. They only, you know, I can only hang out with a friend for so long. And, or you know, I mean, there's like weird things that like the. the yeah, there's all sorts of things like trying to get at your attention. 
So your focus is divided amongst many things, whereas at night, it's just like, all right, well, I'm going to go to bed soon-ish, maybe. Yeah. So or... I'm only going to be working on a song. Because I've got, like, <laughs> I finally got my, uh, I, like, finished my little home studio. I just nice. got, like, three new drum microphones. And I'm like, hell yes. I bought, like, seven new uh, XLR cables. Those are microphone cables. Mm-hmm. I thought it's that a, don't know. Yeah, for our listeners, those are the one with the three pronged uh, compared yeah. to the, <laughs> the one prong. Yeah, yeah, they're for microphones. And and I bought a bunch of them because I'm sick of uh, being like, well, does this one work? Uh, so I'm like, finally, I can oh, like, yeah, that's buy the worst. those things. So or, I just completed it and I bought like a, uh, a refurbished Mac. Nice. Like iMac. Yeah, yeah. With, like a 27 inch screen. I'll just be Ooh. down there watching Live Aid. Like I'll be watching. Like, <laughs> go fucking insane in front of a half a million people. That's rad. That's definitely a setup. Like, I guess now yeah. now's the time to do that and figure that out. No more kinking the cables to make the mic work and just I, I just hold the wire when I when I record this part. But I, <laughs> it's kind of like backtracking. We <laughs> we got carried away. But like, um, musically, what got you in to sing being the singer songwriter, being a guitar player? Like, when you um. In, Cause I, I mean, was there a, I, I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of like, I just kind of, uh, did, did that. It yeah. just was natural. It's natural to me. It's like, I wanted to be like shredding on stage and like going crazy. And like, yeah. I, I, I wanted to be able to do it all when I was a kid. I'm like, I want to be able to be Jimmy Page and Robert Plant at the same time. And I mean, I'm not, but, uh, I'm, I'm pretty decent. I'm better than I was. That's for sure. Definitely. Um, when I was a child, what, what, when you were younger, was like there was something that spoke to you about? Was it the rock, rock and roll plus, like persona? Like I want to do that. I don't care if it's the thing with the four strings or the drums, well, or well, was it like the honestly, guitar that made sense? You know. Well, the thing, the thing, really is that I kind of hate everything <laughs> like I, yeah i mean personally i'm like i don't i don't want to do that job i don't want to do that job i don't want to do that job that's stupid 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 it's just like i don't know man i just didn't want to ever have a real job yeah and music was seemed to me to be that kind of vehicle where it's like i don't have to have a real job i don't want to work for somebody i don't want to be somebody's like little stooge yeah the scapegoat Which, you know, the I scapegoat is <laughs> but I still have, I still like play shows and I make money from it. I mean, I'm poor by anybody's standards, but I'm like, it? I don't have to be somebody's little stooge all the time. Well, that's really, I mean, that's where I guess success is defined to the individual is success um, financially being able to like do this and that, or is it like the freedom to do this and that, you know what I mean? So, and it's like, like, what do I like? It's like, I like travel. I always like performing in theater. And like, I used to make movies when I was a kid. Yeah. Like all the time with my friends. Before YouTube, it's like, damn it, I was born in the wrong time. <laughs> um, so it just is appealing to me. It's like the travel, the getting to like do some theatrical like shit, like uh, making movies. Yeah. Well, it would just be on stage. That's a mini production of, you know. Oh, you- yeah. Being on stage, putting on a show, having people cheer for you—it's like this is sweet. I mean, yeah, there's. I def- like the. I like. I like getting attention. I'm not gonna lie. 
definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely no beating I'm an that only child, so. for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm no. not. I can't lie about it. It's like I love to do that shit, man. I just love, and I love to make songs. It's great because it's like I'm creating this. Like I was in theater in high school. Yeah, and I was like, honestly, I don't want to read other people's monologues. I don't want to act in people's plays. I want to write it. Yeah. It's, so it's yours. I made this. In high it's school, better. were you playing music at that time too? Yeah, yeah. I started a band when I was like fifteen, and I was like, yeah. "All right, build a website." I was <laughs> yeah. always building websites. Nice. Build a website, make all the songs, book some shows. Yeah. It's just it's been the same since I was like fourteen, fifteen. <laughs> it just gets to be <laughs> more com- complicated, and now it's like, ha, ah, I gotta reach out to this. Now I'm sending real deal emails and like. It's well, not now just I'm like the... 30. I'm like, oh, I'm 30. I'm like, holy shit, dude. What am I going to do <laughs> with my life? Oh, my God. Was it in a way that's more exciting to be like, look back and like from then to then I got to like do that one thing that inspired me and energized me the most. You know what I mean? Because well, everyone uh, tells you don't do it. It's like you're going to be poor. <laughs> like, yeah. Don't well, do it. Don't do it. And I'm just like. I'm going to because it's the only thing that I like. It's pure to me. Music is pure. I would rather not be working as like any kind of business person, any kind of cutthroat business person, politician, lawyer, all that stuff. I'm like, ah, there's too much weird weirdness with with that stuff. Even like being a doctor, it's like all this bullshit. Yeah. It's like, can we just heal, like help people like get better? It's all these like all this paperwork. All this bullshit. Pharmaceutical companies, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's weird how the individual, you know I mean, the the single person, maybe the doctor, is the guy or girl who is trying to do well. You know I mean? They're trying to help people. But when you plug them into the system of branches of other people, the system kind of defeats and, like, destroys. The bureaucracy the, beats yeah, you down. It de- defeats what the individual stood for. And now they're trying to navigate their own personal, like, persona and, like, ethic, like, being in this, like, bureaucracy that doesn't oblige to that, you know? And, like, in the medical industry is a pretty, like, I mean, you, you can pin it right down to, like, the drug companies and, like, it's a real clear picture and it's fucked up that it's a clear picture. You know what I mean? That shouldn't be, that shouldn't be like, oh, yeah, you know, that's, that's how they're getting us over. But, <laughs> like, it's <that's> fried. <laughs> I mean, and then also it's like music itself, obviously, I mean, is the pure thing. But then the business, yeah. the in- industry is so obviously impure. It's like so, I mean, it can be just like downright evil. Definitely. You and know, kinda... and, and it's just like, well, I don't have to be a part of it. That's part. That's partially my whole thing is like, I don't have to be a part of anything. And I don't like to f- have people say, well... You need to do this, you need to do that, or else your life's going to be, like, shitty. I'm like, dude, you don't know anything. You're literally just a product of your time. You don't know shit. It's like, I can play a show, make some cash, pay for my things. It's like, I don't have to have all the things that you have. Yeah. I don't have to do all the things that you did. I don't have to have all the fucking huge bills to pay all the time. Like, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm pretty lucky, because it's like, I can get away with this life. 
But as far as like when I'm 40, 50, what I'm going to be doing, I don't know. It's honestly scary. So. Yeah. Well, no one knows what they're <laughs> going to be doing then. And if they did, that's that sounds like a bummer of now. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't <laughs> you know True. what I mean? You're really not living in the moment or living True. for the moment because you're like, well, in 40, you know. I'm, I mean, I'm you can't like purely be living for the moment. You're still like oh, I'm yeah. working on things for the future, but trying to enjoy the moment. It's like a tightrope wire that you're trying to balance on yeah balance i think is definitely key because if you're like eh, like if you're too open-minded your brain falls out or you know what i mean like <laughs> if you're uh if you're trying if you're worried too much about what your band's gonna do you're not gonna you're not gonna write the songs you're not gonna be in the moment with right. them you're gonna be if, yeah if you're worried about being like i want to be a, like a really big band and stuff which is like totally the way i would think before but it yeah. led me to a lot of just bullshit and not like, like bullshit, like within myself and my band and like just shit that would happen. It's like, I'd be too serious or stressed out or uptight about stuff, trying to get things going. And ultimately it's like, I didn't have to be that way. I didn't have to get all stressed out about those things to make them happen. I mean, I, like, I mean, I'd have some good ideas, some bad ideas, but if I'm always worried about like making it, making it, that's, that's the thing. If I'm yeah. always worried about making it, then it's like, I'm not really what something's missing there. Cause it's like the best people, they just make cool shit. And then some like, Oh, that song's really good. It caught on. Yeah. It's a crap shoot. I mean, yeah. you got to work hard <laughs> at your thing and that's all you have to care about. It's like, is the music good? Do I like this music? I think that's the key perception. Just to keep like... upgrading your, your abilities and doing with your abilities, what you can. It's like, I might not be the best guitar player or singer, but I'm going to make what I'm going to make, you it? know, and it's going to be unique. It's just like, how well is it executed? Yeah. It's the best version of yourself, you know? Yeah. And like, is it, is it me? Cause it's like, that's the thing. It's like, you know, you can be this amazing guitar player, but maybe all of your licks sound just like somebody else. Yeah, for I sure. Think, you I can be a being yourself is the most important. And that's real hard to do when everyone, especially guitar, you know, and there's an expectation of the good guitar player and like they do these phrases and they have this tone. And you know what I mean? It's real easy to fall into like being a, a replication of a bunch of people replicating things as opposed to like taking bits from that and putting yourself in and like it's a real yeah. fine line and it's a tricky, it's a tricky. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, also like with songwriting and your voice. Oh, definitely. It's like, uh, it's it's really easy, I mean, to just make a song and sing a song just like somebody else would. It's like, you got to take a risk at maybe sounding bad, sounding like yourself. Yeah. And but if your goal is to, like, make it, it's like, that's... That that's definitely complicates a, it. it. Well, it's just like, it's all about branding and marketing. Yeah. If you want to make it, have a song, have some music or whatever, but branding and marketing, that is the most key thing. That's more key than like, I think actually being good. For like sure. if you have a good person, good personality, as me and my drummer were just talking about this, he was definitely making the point about, um, it's all about the personality. It's like, why do I listen to this person or that person? Why do I listen to this band? It's like, yeah. they're cool. They have a cool vibe. When I see them talk about shit, I'm like, they're cool. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I There's... like them. Or they say something interesting or I can relate to that. Or, you know, it, it's like they'll, they'll say things that actually will mean something to me rather than just saying like what they think people want to hear. 
Definitely. And I think that's the equivalent of playing music to make it. You're just doing things. It's like, it's like postured. It's, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Bowie said, don't create art for the gallery. Wow, that's a good and I'm one. Like, that's, yeah. that's the truth. I'm like, just make it, dude. Yeah. And then Andy wow. Warhol said, just like make art and put it out. Don't worry if it's good or bad. Let the people decide if it's good or bad. And who, even then, who gives a shit what they say? Just keep making art. While they're deciding, put out more. <laughs> I'm like, I love that. That is two solid quotes for sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I, the Bowie note. Yeah, that was a new one to me. The Bowie one. That's sick. Like, and part of that is the persona of the person. Like, and that's kind of why we're doing this. I'm trying to in- introduce people to you because I feel like if people are more into the person, the music is they're already into it. You know what I mean? Right. And like, it's like not, no one's debating, like uh, maybe people are debating, but like if you need to take like the Beatles, like not the biggest Beatles. They're cool. You're like, they're they're cool. cool. They're funny and cool. And they're smart and cute. And they have good music. Which they have timeless music and no one's going to be like the Beatles didn't do anything for music. No one can deny that the impact they had. And like, so you take a band like that, but people will plant flags and Paul McCartney and John Lennon, but they're still the Beatles. You know what I mean? Together, they're no one like I don't know. So like, there's personas being kind of maybe not. Pers- uh, well, I think about like I think about like Bob Dylan. He's got yeah. this. Um, That's like a whole since, another. Anomaly. Since he's just by himself, because like yeah. the Beatles, it's like okay, you can talk about John Lennon like being a wife beater or whatever, but it's yeah. like he's still cool. I don't know. Everything. It's all weird. Yeah. But it's like yeah, yeah. the public persona they put out. Which still seemed seemed genuine to me, but for sure. Bob Dylan Bob Dylan didn't seem disingenuous even though he lied to the media constantly. Yeah. And yeah. he seemed authentically himself. But it was like um he created like this mystery, always wearing the sunglasses, you know. Uh it was almost like you were in on the look, joke. His whole look was very fucking thought through. Like he had a he had a look that people still copy off of all the time, you know. Yeah, definitely. With the shades and the crazy hair and the yeah, and it's like dressed. he defines a time. He defines like this whole look, and it's like, it's like, why do I like his music? Okay, so you're taking the Beatles. That's like very beautiful music. You yeah. think about Bob Dylan, and so many people are like, oh, his music sucks. Yeah, they can't get behind the. They can't get. He can't sing. It's not. It. He has no melody. Blah blah blah. And so that's why. That's where it's more strange. Where he would have this mass appeal. I mean, yeah. lyrically, he's very strange. You're like, what the hell is he talking about right now? But the way he does it, yeah, it's the way he does it is cool. You're like, that dude is cool as hell. I don't know. Yeah, and there's like no denying songs. that. There's no denying that Dylan's cool. and like. But it's the coolness that like it's all wrapped up in the music. So you see him, you, see, you hear the music, and you're with that. It creates this whole package vibe, yeah. this whole world that you're in. But if Bob Dylan was like ugly and dressed like an idiot he wouldn't be some kind of icon and it is coming down coming down to like it's how int- he is in public arguing with news the time magazine guy or wearing the shades and having his cool hair it's like <laughs> if he didn't have that he wouldn't be an icon i mean for sure like if I, don't, dylan, I, don't, I really don't think so if dylan was just like yeah you know what i'm actually from my real name is and you know the, if that lore wasn't there and like yeah, he created a mystery. It's like it was really just it's very interesting. So it's like and I'm unlike Bowie, he's also very mysterious. He's it's like who is he really? But none of his characters seem 
disingenuous. Yeah. It's not like he's trying to put something on over people. He's being a part of himself. It's like, I don't know. And it's like, if you're even thinking about that sort of thing in relation to these artists, then they did their job right. Yeah. They're giving no, you something definitely. to think about. And most, uh, like, I, th- I feel like with the whole different personas, like if you take Bowie and even you can do that with Dylan, like if you look at his timeline and be like, oh, that's the, that's the, the reborn Christian Dylan. That's the oh, yeah. electric that's Dylan. The you know electric what I mean? Dylan. There's folky Dylan. It's there's like folky Dylan. Phases. There's, but they're and, highly identifiable based on the clothing he's wearing. Yeah. And say, well, I mean, Bowie's kind of like the white Duke and the, you know what I mean? Like you can pinpoint certain things, but what's Dude, like, the Beatles? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they lost the leather jackets and like became a uh, long haired and got cooler mustaches, like yeah, they're like psychedelic warriors. Yeah, but you can the pin it suited boys. And like in to some degree, I think people like a normal person who's not living that are like expressionist life like they are expresses themselves in the same way in different in different means, right? So like a a guy, uh, someone who is a. a a mother at home and then goes to work and is a CEO at Twitter who can now work from home, which we decided at the early <laughs> at the podcast, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then, uh, and then, uh, is a, a caretaker for whatever, you know, people kind of define their roles with where they are. And a lot of times what they're wearing, you know, it's, it's a weird, like, it's a weird concept, I guess, but like, it's not, I mean, that's, if we were all naked, we wouldn't, there would be no, we yeah. wouldn't understand the hierarchy. If For we're sure. all standing side by side naked, or if we're walking around, we're all naked people. We don't understand who those people are. I mean, people just, yeah. not only do they express themselves through it, but you can tell like what, how, how much money the person has. For sure. Cause there's what, what, I mean, maybe like a, that what person. What job they hold. Yeah. Like. Why is that naked person pulling that naked person over? <laughs> Why are they naked their cars? Their uniforms. <laughs> their <Yeah>. costumes. <laughs> and like, it's a weird, it's weird that. I, well, so anyway, like I guess what I was trying to say with those different phases of one person, I feel like people can relate to that within themselves, even with code switching with where they are in, during the day. If they're like mom at home and then a CEO at Twitter and then whatever, like it's a it's a it's a really like flashy way for like people to relate to people going through different phases. So maybe that's why someone like Dylan and yeah, like, it's like an exaggerated, yeah, idealized yeah. version. So like it's like it's like a movie. Yeah. It's like a living movie. Yeah, yeah. It's like people go to movies. It's like they don't want to see just normal bullshit. It's like they want to see something larger than life. And I think that those big artists give that to them. But nowadays everything's so about like sharing and stuff, and that's not a bad thing. People can get to know their artists in a different way. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, like you never hear that bass player speak, that guitar player speak. You didn't know what they looked like until you went to the concert, you know? So that mystique, mysterious side, yeah, a lot of, a lot of times, not all the time is, uh, just eliminated. But I mean, that, like I said, it's like people, if people like, I mean, belief wise kind of align with you or you're singing songs about things they relate to and stuff. They're like this person, is singing like songs that mean something to me. Like they're singing like if I could make a song, it'd be like that. Yeah. You know, there's so many songs you listen to and you're like, dude, exactly. You're exactly It's weird. Thank when you. Those and it's hit, like but... it makes you not lonely. If you're in a bad spot, feeling totally alone, you listen to the song that it's like actually with you. You're like, dude, I'm not alone. It's like I always felt like Bowie and Zeppelin and all these people, they're my friends. Yeah. 
they're my friends. It's like just in a different way. And it's really crazy. Like that's what's so cool about music is like you can reach people on this whole different emotional level than if I'm just talking to you. Because if I'm talking to you, I'm kind of like, I can be kind of like a spaz. Like I feel like I'm spazzing right now. It's just all the it's, all the fucking tea. I'm like, no, it's all can't good. get a good breath in. I but. think no, it's good. It's I think this is definitely a uh, an interesting conversation. And I think, um, but going back to that, like it's interesting how when you put something on top, mu- something on top of music. So, like neuro, uh, like a neuroscience approach when like uh, there's a, this principle of the gestalt. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Being able to predict what's going to happen. Um, like when you listen to your music, your brain's like solving the puzzle of sound as you hear it. Yeah. So like yeah. when when something does not resolve right, you're like, ooh. Like, yeah, you just know it. So it's like everybody knows music. Yeah. It's so weird. Like music makes no sense, man. It's bizarre. So like you, how does everybody know? Yeah. It's but or that's it's like when you you go to that next chord, you're like, that's exactly where it should go. Yes, that's where it wants to go. It's like let the music do what it wants. And it's, it's and you're just like weird. A, a, you're just playing it. You're just playing it. But the music already exists. Yeah, no, and it, it exists within the human brain through years of like evolution through the collective the, consciousness uh, or some shit like through the blue pill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I mean, it's like whatever whatever is encoded in like the DNA of everything. Music is there to be able to understand it. Definitely. And it's weird because, like, so, okay, now those chords and everything resolves and your brain's, like, hearing that and satisfied with that and it's occupied with that. And then you put on top of it some dude talking like this, telling you a thing, you know, and that becomes so much more prominent in a way because it's over that. You know what I mean? So like, Yeah, so it's something new that you wouldn't have predicted over top of something familiar. Yeah, so you're, like, comforted and now you can – it's more – you're more you inclined. You can access that. Yeah, so, like, it's it's yeah. crazy in that sense, and it's really beautiful that someone whose voice may have not been physically louder than... Dude, and the thing is, Bob Dylan hits all the right notes. It's like, he's singing yeah, in key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The instruments might not be in key, but he's singing in key. He just, like, sings it the way he does. I'm like, that's what I'm like, it's just, it's how you do it. That's what I keep... That's Definitely. what I've been tripping on a little bit lately. It's like, it's not even what you do, it's how you fucking do it. Cause like, uh, and that sends me down endless, uh, <laughs> you know, coffee, coffee brain spirals. I can totally relate to that. <laughs> it's yeah. every other note is the black key, and it's just when you decide to hit that black key, what's the difference? Like blues is just how did you all play the that? white keys? Yeah, but occasionally you go to three or four of these ones, like, and it's realistically that's what it is, like. Uh, you, there's a set of tones and what you decide that set of tones means usually relates to a genre because they do that set of tones, <laughs> you know what I mean? In a specific rhythm that they developed from their culture. Ah, bluegrass, ah, jazz. Um, <laughs> I think we solved yeah. the riddle. We solved the riddle that is music with <laughs> in this podcast. Well, dude, well, uh, uh, Beethoven would talk about like, I mean, this is obviously extremely paraphrased, but he's yeah. basically like, there's no fucking excuse for you to play these pieces without passion, without feeling, because without the feeling, they're just colorless fucking notes on a page. Yeah. And I mean, that that's not even paraphrased. That's just like me reiterating it because I have to cuss a lot. <laughs> no, I think that's verbatim. Because, you know, vocabulary and whatnot. Picture. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's like, uh. it's so interesting to me. It's like, yeah, dude. It's like, if you're not, if, sometimes I get up, 
and I'm singing songs, and I like don't even want to be there. Yeah. Everyone can feel that. Definitely. Yeah. When everyone can feel that, where I'm just like, I hate this. I hate myself. These songs suck. I suck. What am I doing? What is my life? Like, how am I going to do that? How am I going to do this? Well, while I'm singing a song, just it's, questioning myself, getting down on myself. Everyone can feel that shit. Yeah. But, isn't uh, but, then, but then if I'm really, like, into what I'm actually saying in the song, like, if I'm my feelings are aligned with the feeling that... It's like acting. Like, if I wrote a song six years ago about a heartbreak, and right now I'm not heartbroken, it's like, yeah. okay, so am I going to try to relive this heartbreaky feeling every time I sing this? I mean, probably not. The, That's might... partially why actors are kind of probably, like, insane a little bit. Definitely, yeah. For someone who has to <laughs> like just they, pretend... They don't get they're... to feel their own emotions all the time. <laughs> Someone who's, I like, you got a point. That's really good. It's, yeah, it's got to really be trippy. Good. I mean, yeah. but it's like if you you don't necessarily have to relive the feelings, but it's just like to to still be with the song, to be into it and just, you know, try to be in that moment. That's why I like drinking beers when I play. Yeah. Because I just stop giving a shit. My brain's not like going blah, 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 blah. Is it kind of like a focus? You're kind of like, yeah. We're going to play this and this is know. it. I think it's called addiction, really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie. What is it? Um, but, yeah, it's it's weird when you're playing and helpful. everyone can feel it. Like, it's weird that that's a phenomenon that happens. Like, and like when you're. Yeah, it's like, what are you feeling? It's like, it really shows you that there's more happening than meets the eye. It's like, you can't just judge everything based on your senses, your five senses alone. There's something else yeah. going on that we're picking up on. We just don't really have adequate, like, words for it. It's like, oh, I felt that vibe, bro. Yeah, bro, That's, that vibe. <laughs> it's like if people start talking about vibes. People go, all right, yeah, whatever. Talk yeah, about yeah. your vibes, hippie, you know. Yeah. But it's, it's it's like everyone knows when they hear a song that they love and, like, they get the goosebumps on their arms and shit. <laughs> my dog just tried to bite my phone no. out of my hair. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? When yeah. you get those goosebumps on your arm, when you hear that music, it's like you are literally feeling this song you're like in this vibe so hard yeah it, it's, i know i'm rambling a little no bit, no but. it's i think it's it's an excellent point because like a lot of people will write it off as a vibe or energy and like there is like this unspoken undefinable undefinable like phenomenon that happens with art in general it could be a song it could be a, a, a masterwork it can be a painting it can be a maybe even a super well d d d cooked donut like <laughs> my dog's been bad this whole time That's all i'm like why you're never bad why are you bad right now i'm sorry what were you saying just now? <laughs> i don't know. like it's Damn it. no it's good it's the phenomena of like just like the unspoken thing. House. So you can be like doghouse. It could be like a song hits somebody and there's not a word to define it. Even though it could be like a lot of times it's written off as like energy or vibe. Yeah. It, But it, it's there. And like someone like yourself who I be, I'm, if I'm going to take a guess with the time cat stuff, I'm going to guess that you handle a lot of the business end of it just because you're making websites and stuff. And it sounds well, it's like, like I'm I'm the one that's there and it's like. The way it started, it's like, it's all my songs. Yeah. So it's ultimately, you know, it's going to have this sort of like uneven balance, which I'm trying to, I, I want it to be more, I mean, th this album we're about to come out with, right, uh, July 4th, that's, it's more collaborative than yeah. like previous stuff, but I'm really trying to make it more just even with everything. But it gets weird, like if I'm just by myself, it's like, okay, well, I got to post on Instagram, but it's like, 
what am I going to put up there? I don't have like a huge store of pictures of us. And, yeah. And, like, I don't think people just want to see pictures of us posing or like, here's us eating a pizza. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, there's got to be. I don't be... have that stuff. So a lot of times I'll end up putting myself on there. Yeah. And it bothers me a little bit because it's just like, well, I, it's not just like me. It's the whole band. So I get kind of held up with social media like that. It's like, what do I put out there if it's just me? Yeah. Because I can't. It's not just me. But just even but it's the, like, <laughs> even um, even that being said, like because like the one the, what the audience, it, it's hard to define a group when you're put on it. But the fact that you're like having to do that, you know, what I mean that you run the band and then you front the band. So when something goes wrong on some of those back ends and like you're performing and people are like, oh, I wonder what's going on. And there's definitely something a negative happening today. They must not like being here. <laughs> And you're like, yeah, I just drove all the way to Philadelphia to play a gig for the bartender. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, oh like, oh my, oh my, oh my, yes. <laughs> but I mean that that shit. It's just like whatever. It's yeah. Like, well, it's like, how do you promote this stuff? Right now, we're kind of thinking like, man, you need to have you need to like tar- be targeting these audience people through ads or something before you go out on the road. Like, I mean, I get going out there, and I'm like, hopefully next time they'll tell their friends and shit. Yeah. I just, I'm not that good at business. That's like why, it's like partially, it's like, why would I be running a business? I'm not that good at it. I don't, it's like, I've learned a lot by being in a band. Don't get me wrong, but I just, I just am like, oh, I don't even know. It's just like make songs and play shows. And then like post some videos on (laughs) On the internet. (laughs) I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's hard. Yeah, it is. It's such a different mindset too. It's such a hard thing because it's... You're not just like giving a product. It's like you're marketing yourself, your face and shit. And I've got kind of, I have like, we'll have confidence, self-esteem kind of shit, like, you know, anybody else. So it's like, how do you market your your face if you're like, I'm trying not to look at that shit today? <laughs> you got you know a point. I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's like a weird line of like being confident and con- or, or con- uh, conceited, conceited that like, teeters right on the edge of your media output <laughs> you know what i mean it's, not it's weird dude it's like i don't know general. it's like uh what to do really was it i mean you guys got some pretty rad stuff though like the put it video had me cracking up for a bit oh the hashtag put it yeah because we just kept talking about putting it yeah <laughs> obviously a euphemism for fucking <laughs> what <laughs> and i'm like yeah i mean i've got tons of goofy ass videos like on our facebook and youtube just like goofy shit i I love making that stuff because it's like i don't want to just be i I don't feel like oh i'm super cool like you know bob dylan or something just you know as a our reference point yeah i feel just more like goofy i feel like like a silly a silly person i don't feel like i'm some serious sexy rock star yeah (laughs) yeah i've got all these bitches and shit you know it's like no (laughs) i feel like I feel like a goofball. Which is way more relatable than to someone who's like serious and is like, I'm sexy. I'm so hot and sexual. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, not really. I'm a goofball. That's, but and that's it's like, you got to do who you are. You can't just be like trying. Because everyone can sniff, sniff out a try hard. For sure. Definitely. And like, that's some type that people, they they can read the vibe and they can read genuine 
intent, which is a weird thing. That's not something you can really define because that's, that's different with so many we're people. Talking about it's like a feeling. People yeah, a yeah, feeling. yeah. It's weird. It's like I can sniff that out. I can tell. <laughs> can put it. Jesus, my dog. Right now. No, it's good. It's He's good. like, why are you on the phone for so long? Was it? <laughs> um, like, kind of wrapping it up. Like, have you done? I mean, I know you've done Ben Gage's uh, conversation podcast, or not, con- conversation stream, which, uh, mm-hmm. do you know when he does that? Is that, like, every, is that bi-weekly, or, um... Um, he does, it seems like he's doing that every week, and he also okay. has, like, different, he'll do, like, lunchtime shows. He's really cranking. He's yeah, doing yeah. a really good job. And, like... I'm like, wow. I'm like, I wish I was so productive. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, I wish I could just borrow a little bit of that focus... Was it maybe at night? You know, he can send some over. <laughs> I mean, I I'll make some songs. Was I got a bunch of I got a bunch of those. Like, and the amount of input that goes into like a production like that is a lot. And like Ben's been working on it for a while. What? And the amount of input that goes into a production like he does, just even like with the stream you did, like um, where it's like a, you're presenting an already recorded video and then a live interview segment. There's a lot that goes into that. That's a, that's a, oh yeah. You know, he told me he's like totally nerded out. Like he's totally, he's learned a lot. And like, like, I don't know. That's, that's, I'm like, that's really cool, dude. And some people put that in that emphasis. And then like some people put it into the album they're going to put out. Not that Ben doesn't, you know what I mean? But everyone's got that. I feel that same amount of drive. It just comes out somewhere else, you know? Yeah. And, like, some people just need that to function through the day. Some people need that much, fo- you know, everyone's got got that. It's just outputted in a different way. And yeah, like, it's, like, always trying to remember to just, it's, like, I just got to be who I am. Yeah, yeah. I got to be who I am. But it's, like, I, I don't think that who you are is a static thing. It's, like, you can change. Definitely, It's just definitely. knowing how to change. That's yep. the difficult part. Like, how do you change? How does one get from being you know, a piece of shit to being awesome. (laughs) And that I cannot answer easily. That would be a, that would, that's called a book. Yeah. I feel like that's, or, or a therapist or like a, or something. I'm therapist right now. I'm therapist. (laughs) Maybe I should write a book. I'll sell it at our shows. Yeah. How to to stop being a piece of shit today. And your personal therapist. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Ah, that's awesome please please do that make like a zine that you update or a blog on self-therapist or like dude a youtube vlog it's like time cats uh therapy vlog and i'm like i don't know what the hell my life is anymore i thought i was in a rock band uh, end video like next update like <laughs> that's perfect that's awesome yeah they, they could literally be 10 seconds long if they want uh, to be that'd be hilarious that'd be a great video bit <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Uh, um but the <laughs> um that aside have you gone I've to- done comprehensive research <laughs> uh, that's awesome <laughs> uh, yeah you definitely gotta do that that would be so cool. That's definitely an idea to put on my idea list. <laughs> or even something the- different, something strange. Because I don't. It's like something simple, but something different. Yeah, something like yourself. Your, your and angle. Something fun. It's like Bob Dylan. It's like he's got his own take on something that's been done a million times before. Yeah, definitely folk music. Yeah, come on. 
folk music. He's been doing that. Oh. It's yeah. <laughs> Dylan's all I don't know. Maybe he's not folk. So, but so <laughs> I forgot. I was gonna ask, did you tune into any of the virtual shows that you're gonna be doing Friday? <laughs> um I've watched like little blips, but pretty gotcha. much no. It's like I'm that's what I that's like a thing I'm gonna do before I get into it, like go through and watch some of them, get myself acquainted with the format. I mean, singer songwriters in a round. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's it's, cool. So it's like I don't have to constantly play. I can like take a breath. Yeah. Drink it's, some of my white claw. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. And no one's gonna see it because it's gonna pan to the next person. It's yep. really, it's really cool and the interaction with it. Because I did the second one, and mm-hmm. like, uh, just the it's weird. It fills that gap of like almost being at a real show because you you see physically all the people who are watching you. Not while you're playing, but, like, in between and, like, at the end. And you can see their interactions in real time. And not that you can't with, like, a, a live stream, but it's, like, a seclu- But it's, Zoom's different, huh? Yeah. I, haven't, I don't even have Zoom. I have to... I guess I gotta download that bad Yeah, boy. yeah. Sound-wise, it's wonky. Make sure you have original sound on. Brandon would be mad if I didn't tell you that. Um, but, like... Original sound? What is that? It's, like, a button that, uh, like, it, it makes it oh. sound better. It's okay, a button it's within a program. Yeah. Okay. Just a, a little note. <laughs> um, yeah, it's I, some things. I, I I think I've got I've got time tomorrow to like learn all that kind of stuff. There's some. Uh, there's a bunch of mic nights going on tonight that are all Zoom. Me and a buddy of mine have been going hitting the road doing digital mic nights. He hosts one, and like they're all through Zoom, and you just log on and you meet all these people from all around. Oh, I, I actually might like the. Timecat bass player Colton, he was telling me about that. They like logged, they like made something, they like logged onto it, and then like all of a sudden a bunch of people were watching them play. What is it called? It's from Zoom? Zoom? Yeah. I think he might have been using one for gamers, not Twitch, something, okay. something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause there's so many like streaming platforms, and like it's if you know that market and you know that niche and you know how to work that, it, it opens up the door. Like Shit. I don't know much. Like I know with like uh, Facebook and YouTube and anything like that you're going to be streaming to the people that you already know follow you i don't know much yeah. about twitch and with zoom it's like you're invited so it, it yeah it's going to be like an enclosed group of people who want to see you play and want to see who's playing as well and like all their attention is going to be there it's not going to be like a stream scroll by type thing it's like focus which is really cool because in other the, the like with live streaming just off the page on facebook or whatever it's kind of like digital busking you're catching someone yeah. for a minute maybe and like so what what's really cool about the show you're going to do on friday is the attention is shifted and like put on you no pressure <laughs> but like oh, yeah. it's it's like uh, it, i don't know it's it's cool it's a real magic like thing like hmm. i don't know that's was, sweet um so we got that. It's <laughs> uh, actually through a stream. It's how I heard of you. Or it's how I heard of Timecat. Was through a Dreadlock Dave and a the Jam Turtle guy, Turtle Jam. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Jam um, Turtle. Yeah, like they were showing a video of you guys, and like Plus a, some old ass video. Yeah, but it was awesome. It was like you were rocking on this acoustic guitar, and you had like Dude, this really cool style. At the time, I was like, "This sucks. I sound like shit." My the input for the uh it was an acoustic electric the input yeah, yeah. wasn't working it was brand it was pretty much brand new guitar and uh so they had to like mic it and I couldn't like hear it and I was like this sucks so bad because I wanted to rock out yeah I was yeah like, I'm just playing acoustic I'm like damn it 
<laughs> but but can... then I watch it now. I'm like, that's pretty good. Yeah, no, it's awesome. It sounds great. And it's such a cool, like, I don't know how often you use an acoustic guitar, like, in that often setting. Enough. And, like, so, like, because uh, you were moving, you're rocking around a bit. Like, you could tell I mean, that... we're an electric rock and roll band. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's not like we got acoustic guitars out or whatever. But, I mean, you know, I play one. Just yeah. not typically in, like, that kind of scenario. Like, we don't do, like, stripped-down time cat shows. Gotcha, gotcha. It's always full throttle. Might not translate exactly. I don't know. Right, well, in that case, but, it did. I thought that was a rocking like or like that first that video. That I was like, oh, these guys are sick. And then that followed through. And then God told me I'd be talking to you yesterday. <laughs> and that's why we're like, that's why I was like at midnight. I'm like, oh, I gotta make sure I at least attempted to talk to people. So I'm really like stoked that you had time to talk. Um, yeah, yeah. Like you called it the perfect time. It's like okay, just knock out this last thing for this thing, and then that thing, and then I, I've got to work on some. Got to work on some recordings. I'm like doing yeah. vocals on uh one of my friend's songs. Okay, what what is it? That, can you say uh, like, um, who you're working with? My friend Corey Jenkins from the band Fancy Legs. Okay, cool. Um, over this whole quarantine thing, he's just been released. Like he'll make a song, his buddy will mix and master it, and then they'll send it right to 91.3 The Summit. What? And then he'll put it on YouTube and Bandcamp and whatever. So he just like makes it, puts it out, makes it, puts it out, makes it, put Dang, it out. Dang, just. So he made one and sent it to me, and he's like, I don't know what to sing. And I was like, oh, I already got some ideas. So I laid awesome. some shit down, and he was like, tight. So I'm going to finish that. Cool. When uh, When's that going to drop, you think? I don't know. Probably soon. Probably, like, if if I get it done today, which is I'm leaving myself a big window. Yeah. Because I like to mess around with a lot of vocal harmonies, like try to sculpt some weird shit. And sometimes it takes me a while because I'm not like, that great of a singer so i'm just like i gotta make sure i can hit those notes and i'll just do things over and over and over again you know that perfectionist yeah. streak thing i feel that it's definitely. a detriment at times but whatever. but the end product's always good like harmonies yeah. for me are really tough like to hear one note and not and then hear the other one that's supposed to go on top and not do you know what i mean it takes me forever i'm like oh, again yeah. take some practice again. Again. <laughs> i'm not really honestly if like me and my friends were to try to sit and harmonize right now probably Probably couldn't do it. I mean, we'd have to practice. But we could do it eventually, but yeah. if I'm just harmonizing to myself, I can fucking nail some crazy shit. Yeah. Well, that's, that... it's one of my. It's like my favorite thing to to make our vocal harmonies. Yeah. It's like my number one favorite. Yeah. It's, it's there's super. it's weird that kind of goes back to when we were talking about like when that oh the music wants to go there when you hear that harmony stack up right and that line pan oh. out you're like yeah <laughs> it just fits Dude, so good. But, uh, Jerry, thanks Straight so much up. for hanging out and talking with me. This has been awesome. Yeah. Like, um. So what's your name? Dave. <laughs> Dave what? <laughs> uh, hold on, I'm going to cut it. 